Welcome to Steps Forward with Ricky, a weekly walking podcast designed to help you take steps forward in your life and your day. So something funny happened this past week. I put an episode out, episode two, if you haven't listened to it yet, you should. It's only 11 minutes long. And episode two touched on destructive habits, patterns in my life. And I talked about my eating issues and I talked about my relationship with pot. And it wasn't a long episode, but something happened after I released that episode. I had a few people reach out to me and tell me that the only reason that they listened to that episode, like, I don't know if this is like insulting or not to me, but that the thing that drew them into that episode was they saw the word pot and that I was going to be talking about my relationship with marijuana and what I had to overcome and work through to create a better one. So we should keep in mind that I've never, ever publicly, sorry, my nose itches, I don't know. I've never publicly talked about my relationship or call it what it is, my problem with marijuana. I mean, I've talked about grief. I've talked about heartbreak. I've talked about my eating issues. I really have talked about a lot of things. And this is not something that I have felt comfortable talking about. This is not something that I've ever really thought about talking about. And even though my journey with smoking or that feeling like you're an addict or using something that's so destructive over and over and over again, even though you know it's happening and you know you're doing this thing, it feels, it's almost like you take this thing that you're doing and you're like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I have so many other things to worry about or like, it's not a big deal because like, it's just pot. And I, you know, I don't know. So when they reached out to me and they said that they were silently struggling with smoking and that they felt stupid about it because it's like not looked at as like drinking or heroin or, over, you know, overdosing or any of that kind of stuff. It sort of looked at this like casual thing that's legal and yeah, don't do too much of it, but it's okay. If you do, you won't die. And I took a step back for a second and I was like, wow, I touched on something that other people feel touched by. And there were four very different people. So it got me thinking like how many other people out there are struggling with pot? And even as I say it out loud, I'm like, it's just pot, Ricky, like who cares? And that's the type of mindset that kept me standing in this very dark space and having this very unhealthy relationship and using marijuana to escape, to focus, to get high internally and emotionally and mentally. And I said, you know what? Instead of me making it like it's not a big deal and it doesn't really matter and, you know, who cares? Why don't we just talk about it? Because no one really talks about this. And, you know, there's so many different forms of addiction and so many things that we do to ease the pain or not feel the pain or numb the pain and whatever it is that we do. And I feel like for me to move forward in my journey, personally, I have to talk about something that I've been incredibly ashamed of and have been very secretive about. You know, I'm not talking about like I smoke every second of every day right now anymore because I don't because I've, I really have changed this relationship and I've worked to overcome this somewhat addiction, but I'm not going to lie. Like this thing 
this addiction to pot. I did it for like 16 years. I mean, it feels weird to say that out loud. You have to understand that I'm actually saying all this and processing this out loud as I'm speaking to you. So it might sound a little all over the place, but this is not something that I that I talk about. And I and I bet if you're watching this and you're like, wow, I smoke too much, I numb the pain or whatever it is that you use, this really could be for anything. But let's just talk about pot because, you know, we got to niche down. <laughs> and everyone tells me I should niche down and talk about one certain thing. So we're going to talk about this day because this is the scariest thing in my life and it might be the scariest thing in your life to talk about, to admit, to be open about. It also might be the most shameful thing in your life. You know, sometimes we do things and we know that we know that other people do them too. Or maybe we don't. Maybe we do things and we're like, holy shit, does anyone else do this? Like, does anyone else smoke 300 times a day does anyone else wake up in the morning and think to themselves like damn I just would rather be high so I don't have to be low and it's it's so easy to justify in your head it's so easy to shame yourself and it's so easy just to not talk about it and I don't know I feel like the scariest topic for me is also the most healing one that Maybe you, you're watching this and you feel the same. So for me, I, I started smoking, honestly, when I was 16. Cigarettes, too. I smoked cigarettes for like seven years. And um, I smoked pot on and off forever. Like, forever. Since I was 31 years old. I'm 33 years old, okay? And let's be serious. There are times between 31 and 33 that I've, I've also smoked. And it, it's, it, it was really bad. I mean, no one really knew. And... It was very easy to hide because it's really easy to hide. I mean, it's not something that, you know, you do and, and you walk into a room after. Most people that are smoking on their own are, are on their own, doing it on their own. They're isolating themselves. You know, a real addiction, mostly a lot of people, they isolate themselves. Like that's what addiction does to you. That's what destructive habits do to you. They keep you isolated. You know, even if you're in a room of people, you're still isolated and alone internally. And for me... It was the fastest way to feel good. I mean, truly. And what I mean by that, it was like the fastest way I could escape my own internal thoughts, my own behaviors, my own pain. And the other token of it is like when I would smoke and I did a lot, like there were definitely times where obviously there were, I didn't smoke when I was coaching. I didn't smoke, you know, at certain events like that. I had, I had guidelines I guess I mean sometimes I didn't but mostly it was it was when I was alone and I had nothing else going on that's not true I probably had some things going on <laughs> let's be serious but I remember even as a kid this like feeling of wanting to escape and I don't know if you can relate to that like you wake up in the morning and you're just like mm, I don't know you kind of thought to yourself like today would be the day that you wouldn't smoke in the morning or today would be the day that like you were not going to do it. And three hours later, you're anxious or you're bored or you're just stuck in bad habit. And you're like, no, tomorrow's tomorrow's the day. And then you do it and you get high and you're feeling good. You're working, you're focused, you're isolated, but you feel, you don't feel alone. Right. And then it wears off. 
And then you got the shame and then you got the guilt. And then you're like, well, tomorrow's a new day, which is true. But when your new days suddenly become your old days, they're not just new days. They're just days that you keep repeating over and over again. And I think for me, I've always just felt ashamed of it, like really fucking ashamed of it that I could be like a motivational speaker and a life coach and have my health and walk 10,000 steps a day and drink two liters of water and be inspirational and then like want to get high. But not just like get high, like want to get high all the time. And it got really bad for a long time. And the funny thing is that the pattern really was the same throughout my whole life. Like I would, I would smoke a little bit, then I would stop and then I would smoke and then I would stop. It was like one month and then five months, one month off, five months on, you know, all that bullshit. Sometimes in the morning, sometimes at night, really honestly, like whenever I wanted to, whenever I could. And you know, if you really want to do something, you make it happen. You revolve your life around, you revolve your day around it. And it's so weird to talk about it right now because I don't know that I'm like a hundred percent like on the other side of it in the sense where I'm like still working through it, but it feels really good to talk about it because I don't know if you feel the same way. If you feel that need to, to get high, so you're not low, if you feel the need to escape your own emotions and the problem with smoking, just like anything else in your life, overeating, oversleeping, overexercising is that it becomes this drinking becomes this part of your part of your life it comes part of your habit and sometimes even when you're like I don't even fucking want to do it you just do it because you're just your body and your mind is so attached to it and it's just the next natural step of your day of your routine and then that's really where you feel like holy shit I have no control over this thing and then you're like well maybe I should tell someone Right. Like a couple of years ago, I remember thinking maybe I should just tell somebody. And I'm like, no, you can't tell anybody that that's like, that's stupid. I mean, you just like you smoke, it's legal. Like who cares? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's stupid. Who cares? But like, I care because it doesn't matter whatever it is in your life that's affecting you or that you're using to escape. If it's, if it's taking over your life and, and dictates your days and the time is the day that you do things. And if you go out or if you don't go out or if you're going to work on that project or not work on that project, it's a big deal. And no one else has to understand it for it to be a big deal. And I think when we minimize our pain or we minimize our addictions or we minimize the things in our life that we're struggling with, like we're not living our truth because the truth is, and this is the truth, how do I become this successful person if I'm getting high? How do I achieve success if I'm high? I mean, I'm essentially stopping my growth. You're essentially stopping your growth. And it's not because you're an asshole or I'm an asshole. It's because you're in pain. And you're in this like state of habit and pattern that is really stemmed from a lack of fulfillment, purpose. Maybe you're just fucking bored. Maybe it's just something that you've been doing all your life and you're just like, that's all you know. Because God forbid you exist throughout the days just as you. I think that's what it is. It's so hard for people just to be them or like with themselves. 
if there's nothing attached to it, if you don't have like attached purpose or an attached goal, or you haven't, you don't feel fulfilled about something, or you're not doing something amazing, then like you take away all the accomplishments, you take away all the, like the outside things. And then you're just like stuck with you. And like, if you're not good enough or you don't feel good enough, or you can't sit in the silence or the boredom, then you only, the only thing you can think about doing is, is escaping. And I wish this was like an episode about where I tell you like the three things that you should do to overcome all these different things. But honestly, like (laughs) I'm sort of just figuring it out with you. But the fact that people reached out the other day made me realize that this is not just a me thing. This is not just a you thing. This is a thing. And it's a really painful thing to stop your potential, to keep you where you're at to keep you in pain, to isolate you. I mean, essentially, and I'm not saying anything about pot or marijuana. It's not about that. It's about the relationship that someone has with it. I think certain things are great. And I, and that hopefully no one is taking any of that from this. This is just about my personal journey with it, my relationship with it, maybe your relationship with it. And, and is it a good one? And are you minimizing the relationship that you have with it? And are you like not addressing it because you're ashamed or you think it's not a big deal? Like it's a big fucking deal. Everything's a big deal if you're doing something to harm yourself. It's just, it's a big deal. And just because no one knows about it doesn't make it any less true or or big deal. And what I've learned and you know, my certain patterns and what I had realized and I'm still realizing is that I always tended to smoke for like a few different reasons. Like number one, I'm I'm ADHD and I really, really, I don't, I don't know too much about the research or the science. Like I'm kind of learning more about it, but that it really does affect your brain in the sense where, you know, my brain's constantly like this, I'm constantly moving and that's just my natural state of, of being. And I'm also really ADHD. And so when I, would smoke it kind of like drew me in it kind of focused me and that was what I was looking for I was looking to like stop focusing on a million different things and just focus on one or two things and that's what it helped me do and there were a lot of other things that I felt like it helped me I felt more creative I felt more alive and and all those things could be true to a degree I mean that's that doesn't say that you can't and that you know you're not more expanded or your thoughts aren't more provoking when you're high or when you're in a different state of mind that's all that all can be true but for me it was like that like that that knowing that I could do this and I could just like escape for a little bit and still be productive I was like oh this is not a big deal so for me it was always a matter of like I would wake up in the morning and this is for years like on and off I really truly and I just once that feeling of like, I feel good started to like wear off and I'm like, now I'm anxious. I'm like, what do I do? Like, I got to focus. I'm anxious. Or like, do you get that just like physical feeling where you like need to put something in your mouth or you like need to do something right? You're like addicted to that feeling. You're addicted to the release, whatever it provides for you. You're addicted to that. Like first hit, second hit, third hit, right? I mean, that's, that's what it is thinking that that hit's going to take you somewhere else because it does. But it doesn't really take you away from you. I mean, you're always with you. And that was something that I 
was noticing that I would like wake up in the morning and once the, like my normal high would run off, I was like, I need another high. More like dopamine addicts, except that like pot would do the opposite. It would like kind of bring me down a little bit. And it was like, in a lot of ways, I looked at it like this good thing sometimes. I also was like, it was like a punishment to myself. It's like, you're doing great. You Let's get high. Oh, you you have a big dinner tonight and like you're gonna be around people and that's a big positive step for you to like just to put yourself out there and do all these different things. Like, let's escape for a little bit. And everyone has different reasons why they escape. Pain, trauma, just something someone maybe have said to you, habits. I mean, the environment, a million different reasons. And it, for me, it was always just like, I don't want to be with myself. It's just like, I don't want to, I don't want to be with myself. And I had known inconsistency in being destructive because of my mom and all my eating issues and all these different things in my life that was like, life was up, life was down. And, and I felt like the only thing that I had control over was like being destructive. Like being constructive felt out of control for me. It was like the first thing I knew how to do was be destructive. And the first thing that I could do would be to smoke. And that was the fastest way I could escape. And it just, it just felt like it also in this weird way would take me back to like my childhood. It was like this, this way to soothe myself. And when you believe that everything is outside of you or that you can't enjoy life or a movie, or a music, or write something, or record something, or listen to something, or talk to someone, or go somewhere without being in a different state of mind, then it's like you can't even be within your own mind. Like, what's in your mind that's so hard for you to process? But really, like, what's in your body? Like, what lives within you that you feel the need to escape? I think we're more ashamed of the feelings that we feel or the need to escape than we are with the destructive habit that we're using to escape. Even though that's way more, that's way more, I'm not going to say shameful, but that's just, it's just, that's the thing that, that matters because the reason why you're trying to escape, it's not the pot, it's, it's, it's under it. And I don't know, I feel I just feel like a lot of people are suffering in silence with a lot of different addictions. We know that some are just more mainstream talked about. And as someone who's in the public eye and, you know, in the sense of like, I put myself out there and I share my life and I, I speak on stage and I do these different things. It's like, how many fucking things don't people know about each other? Like how many stories and secrets do we all have? I mean, that's, that was the most shameful thing for me is that I had like a secret that like, even when I would post on Instagram or I would do something or I would, you know, coach someone or whatever it is that I was doing is like, I had a secret. It's like, I'm telling you to do something and I'm living with this like shameful secret. This, this thing that I feel like I can't get control over and I can't tell anybody because it's stupid, but it's really not stupid. It's really real. And something that, that has really helped me is, is when I think about, I think about what I'm trying to escape and I, and I close my eyes and I imagine myself like being able to feel it, 
you know, I think about it. I'm like, okay, like you're strong enough to, to sit with this. Like you're strong enough to walk through it. You're strong enough to talk about it, to write about it. And you don't have to escape it. And when I talk to myself, I literally will talk to myself because you have to, you have to parent yourself. You really do. I mean, you, you don't need to do it on your own, but sometimes there are moments in your day or in your life where you're like, okay, no. And I think that we're all trying to fulfill some child in us anyways. So if we can parent ourselves in those moments of like, I feel like being destructive or like that high is worn off. So like, get me another high or like it's nine o'clock and like, I need a split or it's 10 o'clock and like, I need to, I need to smoke because I have this project I'm working on. I've, I've like learned to stop. I literally will stop. I will look at my phone and I'll be like, okay, what, what can you do otherwise? And it's okay. I always tell myself like, it's okay. Like you're going to be okay. Like you got, you can sit through the boredom. Like you can work on this project. You can go, you can have three good days in a row. You can get back on track. Like you don't have to escape. And then I remind myself that the more I don't escape, the more I can actually live the life that I want to live. And I can be super successful and I can achieve all the things that I want to achieve because the only thing that stands in the way between of me and that is me, is you. And it's not something that you should be ashamed about or feel sad about. I mean, you can feel sad about it, but don't be ashamed of it. It's okay. You can't, you can't take a step forward and, and, overcome these certain things if you're not honest with yourself. I mean, that's just like literally not how it works. You can't, you, you can't, like you have to stop lying to yourself and you don't need to be ashamed of it. The truth sets you free, but only if you allow it to. So I parent myself and I tell myself that it's okay. And there are plenty of times where it hasn't worked, but I think that there's something about wanting to stop, wanting to be better and wanting to, to get to the next level and knowing that if you do this again, you're never going to. So where I'm at right now with everything is I'm, I'm, I'm really am working through all of this. I feel like I'm working through it maybe with you and I'm using my walking and I'm using my, my, my business and, and creating things for other people. I'm using breath work and I'm using this platform, this thing right here to hold myself accountable, to keep moving forward from this because you're not alone in your addictions. You're not alone in your fight. You're not alone in your battles. And it's so much more common than you think. I mean, it just, it is. And trust me, I, I really thought like I was crazy for having like a problem with marijuana even when I'm telling you, even when I say it out loud, still, I still feel like a crazy person. That's the problem. So, you know, I'm sure we'll have other conversations about this. And I don't know, this is like a little bit of a, a different episode, but I think that the most important thing that I want you to take from this is that like, you're definitely not alone. And you 100%, 100% don't have to, to keep escaping. And it, it might be a journey for you, but if knowing that you're not alone on it and knowing that you don't have to feel ashamed about it can help you make maybe a different decision tomorrow or maybe maybe allow you to pause for a moment, maybe take a walk, maybe 
tell yourself you're safe, then that's, that's a step forward, even if you have setbacks in the process. So that's sort of where I'm at. And, you know, the next time you feel like getting high or being destructive, I just want you to pause for a minute. And I want you to do something else for 10 minutes. And then I want you to see where you're at. Sometimes the, the impulse passes faster than we realize if we allow it to. That's all I got.